And as we normally do, and welcome, welcome, ladies and gents, to the mixer. This is your boy Black SSS S Black. Of course, with my co-host Scuba Steve. Scuba Steve, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, my brother. How you doing this week? I bro? can't complain. It's a beautiful week outside. It's warm. It's all hell. Glad I got my AC unit in my room now, cause man, it's starting to it's starting to heat up. We got spring here for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You in Cali though? You got that beautiful weather. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't complain too much. Yeah. I understand. I understand. I I try to try not to complain, but it does get hot every now and then, you yeah. know. It gets spicy out here. It do get a little <laughs> spicy. <laughs> a little spicy in Texas, man. Right, Texas, right, yeah. Right after the rain, and then it just all that fucking mugginess because it's fucking getting hot and shit. It feel like a swamp out there. But, <laughs> <laughs> For real. All right, and as we normally do, every podcast we dedicate to my man Stentonator. This is actually around the time that he passed away a couple years ago, so. Sounds a little bit trying for me right now, but I'm going to be okay. Podcast is going to help me get through it. But as always, Stent, we miss you. We love you, dog. And we go hold it down for you. Talking this anime talk. All right. And so with that, let's do this. So we are going to start off straight up talking about the spring anime. Spring is smack dab. We're about like five or six episodes for the most part into the spring lineup. So we're starting to get, you know, midway. So animes have sort of established their base, their their groundwork, and now they're starting to, you know, episodes are starting to get a little bit more interesting and stuff like that. So um, I wanted to first start off and say that one of the animes you recommended called Odd Taxi. I watched the first episode of Odd Taxi. Okay. And That's yes, good. I agree. That anime opening is a mood. It is a <laughs> mood because it was like, I'm hearing it and I'm like, ah, this is this is what I like when I hear anime openings. Like, you got the anime opens that's high energy, and then you just got the smooth mood where it's like, all right, this is this some chill cruising music, and it makes sense because obviously the anime is based on cruising around. It's odd taxi, it's yeah, the guy yeah. driving around in a taxi, so it's like wow. this sounds like some music you would hear in his car. You playing? But I only watched the first episode. I don't know if I'm going to do a week to week because then that means I won't catch up. So maybe I'll be watching like two episodes a week and that'll probably catch me up by like episode 10. But I am very intrigued to the premise of what Odd Taxi has because yeah. I'm like, okay, I, I see these. You know, it's just like you said, it, it's like it reminds you of like a beast star because it's all animals running around. Mm-hmm. You know, they're running around Japan and it seems pretty interesting. The main character is you know, a walrus or something like that. Yeah, it's a walrus. He seemed, he seemed odd as all hell. Like, it, and no wonder it's called Odd Taxi because, <laughs> boy, something weird sounds about him. His VA makes him seem like dog. Like, something's up. <laughs> something's <laughs> up. But, yeah, man, it has a very interesting premise. I, for sure, am going to add that onto the list of animated checkout for spring 2021 because... It for sure is one of those animes that once you start watching, you're like, okay, I'm intrigued. If anything, you start watching and you're like, I am intrigued to what this is going to bring. And so, like I said, it's already like with four or five episodes out. I got to watch episode one and I was like, all right, I, I'm willing to find out what more about this. So for sure, the I'll taxi recommendation. Yes. Ladies and gents, if you are listening, we do listen to recommendations. So if you ever want to get in and get any questions and be like, hey, you want to check out this anime? Remember, the email is mayonakamixer at gmail.com. Just the name of the podcast, mayonakamixer at gmail.com. We both have access to that. 
I'll make sure of that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we both have access to that. And yeah, we check the email regularly, see if we get any emails and stuff like that. Again, questions, comments, concerns, you just want to say hi, let us know. We can come back and talk about y'all on the podcast. But I digress. What can I say? But yes, Odd Taxi, yes. Great watch. I, I enjoyed this so far. I won't say great off first episode, but it for sure is a it's a seven. It's his first episode caught my attention enough that I for sure want to check out a couple of more. So yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The first episode is more so just to set up for that last little shot that you got to see of mm-hmm. uh, the camera. Um, the dude looking at the picture on his camera phone. Right. You see, you see the monkey in the background, and it's like, hold on. What, the oh, and then that la- the last little second of it was yeah. like, oh, yeah. you got some questions now. So yeah, yeah. that's what for it really sure. Was. Yeah, yeah. And we don't want to spoil that because. That first episode, it makes you be like, what? That's what's going on? So, yes, for sure. Yes, it, it's for sure um, one of those ones that you do want to check out. Yes, I agree. I love it so far. Um, so I checked out uh, off of your recommendation was Vivi. Okay. And so Vivi so far has been fire. And I actually, <laughs> I actually took a break this week. I missed this week because I was all like, all right, I want to watch like two in a row. Three in okay. A row or whatever. Fair, fair. I haven't watched this week of Tokyo Avengers because last week was a little hectic for me. Yeah, you, you were busy. You, I, you, you were busy on the um, Twitter channels. I heard. Man, I was trying to, I was trying to do some work and get a, get some promos out there. So <laughs> I appreciate everybody for having me on. Shout out to, hey, let me go down the list. All right, shout out. Go, to, go ahead, go ahead. Shout out to Spicy. Shout out to Blanime. Shout out to uh, Mobcast. Shout out to Geek World Podcast. Shout out to Anime Lately. Shout out to Careful Spoilers. Um, and shout out to Inside the Mind of a Blurred, of course. And, and Scholar. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I did a lot of recording last week. <laughs> so. Good. And again, we we like to shout out podcasts because, you know, we ain't the only one doing this anime thing. But at the same time, we it's all love. So, we love to shout out different podcasts that you guys might be interested in as you listen to us. Feel free to check them out too. Yeah. You know, all those, all of the podcasts that Scuba just said are basically great podcasts within themselves, have great people that are um, behind the scenes working on them, putting them together, and great people that's also talking about anime and movies and stuff like that. So, hey, if podcasts are your thing, we're going to keep it going for you easy. Big facts, big facts. So, I appreciate them for having me on, and it was a, it was an honor to be on the podcast or whatever. So, um, but yeah, it, it it did stop me from watching a few anime though <laughs> last week. I, I didn't but but you did, but, but you were able to check out that Vivi, right? Yes. yes. I, I'm pushing the Vivi agenda pretty heavy on Twitter, y'all. I, I like feel, I, I, feel I, like I, I think y'all see me. Like as soon as I see a picture of Vivi, I'm I'm on the I'm on everybody's head. Like you get the instant like retweet. Like yeah, hey, mm-hmm. we pushing the Vivi agenda heavy because it's man. It's something, dog. It, it is something. It's and their, their their placement of how they use the opening is also something that's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Like, um, one of the episodes, literally, you have Vivi opening up the anime. Not just, like, you know, as the opening itself, but she's literally, you know, because she's a performer um, at the amusement park. But they literally go to the stage where she's performing, and they just open up the anime with her just singing. And it's like, just like if it was an open, a pre-recorded opening. It's like certain parts. And then when you hear the song played throughout battle scenes, you're like, man, look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> look, they, they got something cooking with Vivi. So it, it's been a good watch for sure. Of course, like I said, Vivi has been my anime, uh, my spring anime 2021 must watch, guaranteed. I, it's on my list. I'm not pulling from that at, at all. And 
it's only getting better and better every week. So glad you're able to check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I figure since I'm I'm pushing the I Taxi agenda, you pushing the Vivi mm-hmm. one. Those are the ones that we definitely got to stay up on. So I was all like, I'm gonna stay up on Vivi, and then okay. obviously, I can't I can't even wait. Like tomorrow morning, I'm jumping straight into Tokyo Avengers because. Oh, man. That shit is- and man, that last episode, dog. I'm not gonna lie. I almost stopped watching it and almost start reading it. That oh. very that most recent episode had me like, oh my goodness, I cannot believe what is going on. And I, I am, I'm on the edge right now. I have to be careful mm-hmm. because if I start reading, it's gonna pull me away from wanting to watch. Back. But the last episode, just the way it's set up, and just some of the information that was revealed was like. Who? What do I do? What do I say? Because this is this this show. This show got it. it literally, last week's episode probably hooked in a bunch of people. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure of that. I heard. So I heard um, on the timeline they were like episode three was like the get the best episode so far, and then the next mm. week they were like, "Dang, this is the best episode." So I'm like, "Okay, mm-hmm. it's getting better every week." So Which, yep. That that just and I mean I had someone tell me a long time to read it and I never read it and I wish I did but I mean it's good though because of the fact that much like you if I start reading it I'm not gonna watch mm-hmm. it like it just takes it takes the fun out of it unless you know what I'm saying there's somebody that's doing weekly reviews on it or something like that right then it's fun to see somebody like when you already know what's happening hearing their critiques and what they think is gonna happen is always super fun but definitely if if like you know what i'm saying if i read it i ain't gonna hang on watch yeah it. you know what i'm saying it's just not- nah, yeah it, the temptation to go back and just be like ah, i think i'm gonna read it all so yeah. i don't know maybe i'll stick it out anime wise for this season if this season's 12 episodes maybe i'll just watch the first 12 mm-hmm. and be like all right let's just pick up from where the manga left off which might be a good good read anyway still yeah but i heard it's like 280 chapters in so yeah, you're gonna have 200 chapters nine times out of ten you're reading so that's a good good read nonetheless mm, so yeah for sure so that's um so what else are you watching outside of the spring current spring one? um outside of spring because we obviously we're doing the um the watcher 100 anime challenge yeah. and so um i had to look at my list recently because there was a couple of anime for spring that i started to watch it i watch a lot of anime so if i look at my list um the one that i know i just finished was wait what was the name of that one I've watched outside of the spring lineup because the spring lineup isn't as heavy as uh, winter was. Winter was full. Like and I had anime I was watching literally, you know, like every day. So winter was a full lineup, but spring isn't the, the full lineup as uh, winter was. So I have a lot more anime I had to catch up on. So, so far, um, I went up to my, um, my etchy a little bit. So I started watching a couple of etchy classics. One's called R15, um, basically about a young boy who's a, um, Basically, he writes he writes erotic novels, and he goes to a specialized school. And so, unfortunately, with his erotic novels, his mind is erotic as all hell. So you can imagine how that is. Yeah. Etchy-based, uh, school-based. Yeah, you get the grip when it comes to, uh, to Etchy and um, high school and all that stuff. Um, but the one I ended up re-watching, or the one that I ended up watching that I was um, wanted to watch when it came out was called King's Raid. Uh, oh. King's Raid started last year, I want to say spring, and ended right before winter of this year. 25 episodes. It looked like it was based off of a, it's one of those medieval um, medieval anime where it's based off of, you know, young boy goes on an adventure with his friends, 
to get the holy sword to stop the demon lord you know it was one of those ones but i was intrigued at the way that the anime was set up it was a good watch the animation was above above average um but the characters were as well and it was just a decent watch and like i said it had 25 episodes that came out so it made for a good binge Mm -hmm. And it ended up being decent. Like, I think it was good that I didn't watch it when it came out last year around spring or summer. Because to watch the 25 episodes when they all came out was pretty good. Yeah. Um, that bench yeah. style is just so good to just binge. Yeah. You know, when you watch so much anime on a weekly, sometimes just having something to binge and go back and watch is pretty good. Man. And that's what I've been doing because I didn't, you know, I, since spring isn't as heavy, I'm going back and I'm watching other stuff. I, re, I finished my rewatch of. Ikitosin, which is another uh, etchy high school brawler anime. Mm-hmm. I watched um, Haruna Kana Receive, which is uh, the, the volleyball, beach volleyball anime. Okay. I watched um, Iwakuru Sports Climbing Girls. That one actually got me jumping out of my seat, especially the very last episode because of the care. It was, it made you, for sure, in 12 episodes, it made you enjoy the character development that quick. And so that one was good, just sports as well. And so, and another one I watched was Blend S, and that had been on my list for a very long time. Uh, Blend S is about a young girl who wants to get a job, but her, um, the way that her face is structured, her eyes look, um, makes you think that she looks evil. And so it's just her face. It's, I guess the easiest way to say it, it would be that she has resting bitch face all the time, <laughs> but yeah. she's nowhere near that. She's an angel. But unfortunately, her demeanor and the way that she looks, it makes it look like she has resting bitch face. So she ends up basically being recruited to work at a cafe that's theme-based. So she ends up being the girl who's a sadistic character. And so she's this sweet angel who has no clue what sadistic even is. But again, because of her face and the way that she looks, it gives everybody the impression that she's a sadistic person. So she can say something like, uh, welcome in, and the people around her make make it seem like she's saying, what are you doing here? You know, as a sadistic character. Mm -hmm. And so she's a maid at the place and they have different, like they have the Sumire, they have the Oni-chan, which is the big sister. They have the idol. They have the the, the sadistic one. So they have all these different maids that have different, it's one of those shops. It's It's a maid shop for, you know, whatever, whatever taste that you might have. So it's a pretty funny one watching them go through that. But yeah, that's a pretty funny comedy. And it has the most one of the more catchier intros I've ever heard. And I'm just like, yeah. I always wanted to watch like I'm bad, because if I hear a good intro, you probably got me hooked in for twelve episodes. <laughs> just Windest was one of those ones that the intro alone was enough to have me watch it. And I'm glad I watched it because it was a pretty good show overall. So Okay, okay. So the rest in bitch face kind of gives me that the Shinra vibe because they always talk about Shinra with that smoke. Uh-huh. So it gives me that kind of Shinra type vibe. Right. Like, and like they always look at Shinra as like he got those devil eyes. Yeah. She she's the same way. Okay. She has like it's just it's just the way that her eyes are slanted. You know, her eyes are slanted, so it makes it look like she's like she's always mad, but she's not. She's the sweetest angel ever. Like she's so innocent, it's just so damn cute. And, but again, the way that everybody thinks she's sadistic is hilarious. They even have an episode where they train her to be more sadistic, and she goes off the deep end and she goes full blown sadistic. And they're like, yeah, we can't send this out to the customers, dog. Like, this is not good. She's she's over sadistic. And it's like, yeah, but some customers might like the craziness. So it's pretty damn funny. It was a cute watch for 12 episodes for sure. Okay. So oh. yeah, that's a couple of the ones I've watched. I've watched a few others, but that list can always go on. But yeah. Okay. All right, right now, I'm currently watching Space Dandy. 
on Hulu. Okay. And, okay. Um, I'm watching that, and it's actually pretty good. It's like I feel like they like because I know it's based off an older joint, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, because it's like a, I think the one on Hulu is updated. It's either updated animation or it's a new one. Well, when you talk. We talk about Space Dandy, right? Yeah. Um, I, that's a good question. I know for sure. Very fresh. <laughs> if it is, a- it might be that the Hulu version maybe has uh maybe it was pulled off the Blu-ray. Maybe that's why it looks so clear and precise. You on, know, I'm on like episode four, and I'm like, this don't look like Saint Seiya or <laughs> <laughs> right or, or or you know like you you or whatever. It it looks like updated. Well, it came out if I'm not mistaken, Space Daddy did. It came out in early. 2010, I think. Oh, okay, it's not that. Okay, so. yeah, so it's not, it's not super old. I remember it was on Toonami at one point. Oh, so. okay. It's, so I was under impression because people, when I said I was going to watch Space Dandy, they were like, "It's old." I was under impression that it was around the Speed Racer. Um, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. Well, then never mind then, because <laughs> I, I'm thinking this is about to be. I was like, oh, "Okay, I, I gotta go ahead and get myself ready for this type of animation style." Because yeah, no, no. I'm I'm trying to look it up as we talk. I, I Space Dandy. It's 2014. Oh, yeah. So it's not that old. Not not even close. Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, I was like, man, either this is a remake like Hunter Hunter 2011, or mm. this is like this shit is just timeless and it just lasted so long or whatever. Because I was I was definitely under the impression I went in with the mindset of okay, it's gonna be old. Just deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. they say. A, um, you you have to show old vibes or whatever. Um, that's why I was under the impression that I was doing okay. That. But I, I watched- and speaking of space, Danny, shout out to Shinichiro Wanatambi. Mm-hmm. We all know the goat when we talk about the goat. Yeah. And if you don't know who Wanatambi is, Wanatambi is the one who did um, Cowboy Bebop, yes, Samurai Shampoo, mm-hmm. uh, Carol and Tuesday. Space Dandy. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if we start naming out all those, you're like, okay, wait a uh, minute, I've heard of Thank you. Yeah, so yeah. you know when the goat when the goat arrives, obviously you got to always mention him. So shout out to Wanatami because for some reason that man just knows how to direct the anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after I watched, I watched like three or four episodes of Space Danny. I'm doing that. I'm, mm. I'm currently on my watch of that. And then I also watched. I'm not sure if you watched it. Came out last week. Yasui. Uh, no, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. I have not seen it yet. I, you know, I. Again, I'm trying to let anime build because, you know, we I, I watch so much anime that, you know, around the time I want to let it build up a little bit just so I can get some type of binge in. Mm-hmm. So I haven't checked it out yet. Last week, I did end up watching uh, Invincible. That was my binge okay. for last week. So I was able to finish Invincible and catch it on Friday when it came out. So How'd you feel? Woo! I, I, I'm one of those people that read it in 2000. Like it came out in like 05, but I read it like in 2015 mm-hmm. or something like that. So all of this is like, man, oh man, like I I think I can understand why people always say that first episode catches everybody off guard because um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> when you're watching this, you're just like, oh, this thing's pretty what? Yeah, yeah, that that first episode for sure. If you're not hooked in by the first episode, it's not your type of show. Bro, it's, it's not. It happens because that first episode, Loki, it, it it wakes you up and you're like, oh, yeah. Okay. I, I think that's a good change too because in the book, in the comic or whatever, that doesn't happen for a while. <laughs> so really, I, yeah, like it's like you're looking at like chapter eleven, mm. like yeah. 
So when it happened, like as soon as the phone rang, like, and they were like, all right, I'm on my way. And then another, right. another one did it. I sat up and I was like, already? Like I was like, I was like, I was like, dang, like I was like, this suit, okay. And I was like, I guess so. I was like, I wonder how they're gonna do it. Because in the comic books, it wasn't like uh it wasn't a fight really. It was Omni Man squashed them like bugs and went home and ate dinner. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so in the in the TV show, it was like, woo. You know what I'm saying? It was a nice yeah. back and forth battle. I was like, all right. Right. So they, they, yeah, y'all got to y'all got to check out Invincible, y'all. Oh, I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys have heard about it, but it, listen, coming from an, coming from an anime head, you got to check out Invincible. Oh, yeah. it, it's easily one of the best watches you're gonna do in 2021 by far. Only eight episodes, so it's by far. The eight episodes will get you hooked. Cause I mean, I started watching it. Um, I was watching it during the NFL draft, and no, what I did was I woke up that Thursday, took care of my business, went out, grabbed some food. Came back in. I was like, I got two hours. I could squeeze in two episodes of Invincible if they're an hour each. Cool. Watch that first one was like, whoa. Watch that second one was like, okay. And then literally turned on the NFL draft. And I'm like, oh, yeah, after the NFL draft come off, I'm diving right back into these episodes. It's a wrap. I'm, 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 I'm in for the long haul. So I ended up, I didn't go to sleep till like, like, time to go to sleep. It had to be like around like 1.32. Cause that Friday, literally the uh, final episode dropped, so I'm like, yeah, I'm getting this all. Oh yeah, and, and it just it ended really good as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, it was from from episode one to episode eight. That was that was good. Yeah, it was, it was, it was excellently produced. Uh, the voice acting was really good, man, and yeah, everything about that they crazy. That voice, they knocked it up. That voice cast is crazy. That voice cast is nuts. <laughs> thank Mark, thank you. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Hear the passion right He's now, yeah. J.K. Yeah. Simmons, Stephen Young, Zaza Beat. Uh, yes, yeah, what's, yeah. Uh, what's a uh, buddy from uh, um, Django? Uh, the one, uh, the one that was about to um, kill uh, Jamie Foxx and had him. He had him upside down. He was gonna knife him. Um, yeah. oh, he's he's Cecil. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, the voice acting was crazy. Hershula Ali, everybody's on this show, man. This yeah. it's crazy. This is absolutely crazy. Great watch. Great watch. I, I'm glad I didn't fall into peer pressure and watch it early because then I would have been stuck like Chuck when the week come out. I would have been irritated. Yeah. I stayed my I stayed my path. I was curious, but I wasn't too curious. And as soon as they said, all right, it's the final episode, I literally waited till the last day to watch it. And I watched all over that once, got it in, and I, I was happy that I did. And even as a reader, like it's a completely different experience. Because none of it, it's like kind of like out order, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So like one episode was like chapter 13, but then the next episode mm -hmm. would be like chapter four. And then the next okay. episode was like chapter 17. So it was all out of order. It was like crazy. Maybe they've even jumped all the way far into like chapter 50 and then brought it mm -hmm. right back to chapter four. It was, And they, they changed a lot of things and stuff. Like the story is different. In a lot of ways. Okay. So like okay. it's a whole completely different experience. So if you wanted to like read this, you can go ahead and read it. And I'm pretty sure right. yeah, you're gonna be like, okay, I know some stuff, but they changed so mm -hmm. much stuff, you it's a completely different experience for sure. Oh, yeah. mm. For sure, y'all. Y'all gotta check that out. Yeah. And so speaking about things that we also watch, somebody went ahead and went to the movies recently yes, and got to see what this podcast is about today our weekly podcast this week is about the demon slayer movie yes sir 
And so Scuba got to go this weekend and got to see the Demon Slayer movie. I was fortunate enough to catch it on the Thursday that it came out in IMAX. So, um, and for Scuba, if anybody didn't know, Scuba is only an anime only when it comes to Demon Slayer. I am fully caught up in the manga, 100% done and complete. So I know what's going to happen when the movies come out and the shows come out. But for Scuba, who has no clue what's going to happen and what's going to go on, this had to be an experience for him. So, spoiler alert, if you have not seen the Demon Slayer movie, this is the part of the podcast where you want to fast forward because we are about to talk about it in full depth. And, yeah, I won't go anything beyond um, beyond the movie. And, I, obviously, I'll give you hints about what Season 2 is going to be about because that's not spoiling. They got, obviously, trailers out for Season 2 of uh, Demon Slayer. Okay. But, yeah, spoiler alert, if you don't want to hear anything about the Demon Slayer movie, probably want to fast forward now but on that note how was your experience watching the movie school bro first off i wanted to see this movie and sub but you know scholar was like no 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 buy tickets for dub who's scholar so i was like all right huh for the people that oh, don't know who's that don't know scholar's my daughter <laughs> all right so me and scholar animate everything together so so we buy tickets for the dub and i'm like all right i gotta watch it in dub turn around and watch it in sub somewhere else. But <laughs> I was like, I'm watching it dub. And actually, other than the Nosuke, it wasn't that bad. I, I, it, took a, it took a little minute to get used to the voices, but it wasn't too bad. I was like, all right. Okay. But Inosuke is horrible. His dub actor is horrible. I, I have heard things about Inosuke. And you know what? The, the voice actor for Inosuke in, in, um, in Japanese like my man, my man voice, my my man voice acting is absolutely absurd. I mean, yeah, it's crazy, it's crazy. And I know in the theater, everybody's watching it in the sub, and people were cracking up in the first fifteen minutes of Inosuke because Inosuke was wild. Yeah, <laughs> Inosuke was wild and wild, and yeah, his that laugh, that <laughs> that, that crazy ass yeah. laugh that he does. People were wild. People were in the theater crying laughing. That wasn't the only time that people were crying crying yeah. either. But yeah, oh, trust me, man. Um. The movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, tell me your experience because the movie is, um, it's it is a very sombering, very sad movie, but it wakes you up to realize the stakes that Tanjiro, um, Tanjiro, uh, Inosuke, Zenetsu, and Nezuko, and and the Hashiras. It, it shows you how vulnerable this group really is, and the looming threat of the demons that are up rank in music. It really shows the different levels of what they're at. And so, yeah. Go, go ahead, go I, ahead. We explain more about your experience. I loved it because of the fact that they went there. You know, exactly how you said with the stakes, mm-hmm. because a lot of times when you watch the first season of Demon Slayer, you never actually, there were times where stuff was happening, but you never really felt like somebody was going to die. You know what I'm saying? Like you just never felt it, or at least I didn't. I just felt like, oh, okay, they're in danger. They're going to get hurt, but it never mm-hmm. felt like, okay, someone is going to die. So when that happened in uh, with uh, Rengoku or whatever, mm-hmm. when it happened, I was like, yo, man's is really going out. Like, and it it really was touching. And then of course I look over to the side and Scarlet Boohoo, and I'm like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was just like. That moment was just so sweet, and it was like it was because he he was going and then he was drifting off, and it was like mm-hmm. all right, it's sad, 
and you know what I'm saying he's gonna pass or whatever. He gives his speech to Kajiro. But then like it's like right when he's about to fade off, his mom shows up. <laughs> and, and yeah, like, they... like, so you're gonna pull my heart back out again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you pull my heart out, then you're gonna put it back in my chest, let it beat a little bit, massage it, and then show the mom and be like, Let me take that back real quick. Because <laughs> boy, yeah. that 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 shit was and I think what it was, so when I say the movie was very emotional, it wasn't just that. They first started, and again, I knew what was going to happen, so I knew how the heartstrings were going to pull. This entire arc, for me, the um, the Mugen Train arc, it, like I said, it set the ground base that, look, people going to die. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And there's no escaping it. You know, when you see the demons... Um, you know, eat certain people. We obviously got that in the beginning of the episode. Like literally, one of um, one of um, Tanjiro's first fight is when he's fighting the demons that are going underground via the shadow, and how literally the demons was eating all these little girls. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so we know that people die, but I think what it was about the um, Mugen Train art is that we know death is happening, but it puts the stakes to the point where it's like, oh. Anybody can go. Yeah. Because what that was is when Azaka or when Akaza ah uh, sorry Akaza, which is the um Upper Moon Three mm-hmm. Devil, which we we've heard a little bit about, but he shows up. Mm-hmm. And so a let me do it this way: a fast a fast synopsis of what happened. They go on a train. Mm-hmm. They defeat the young man that you see at the end of the um end of season the twenty fifth episode of season one. Mm-hmm. They defeat the young man in a crazy intense battle that basically takes everyone, all demon slaves, including Nezuko, to basically take out this demon that basically has fused with the train. Yeah. They finally deliver the killing blow to him, and he dies. And when you think everything is going to be okay, everybody's okay, Akaza, who is one of the Upper Moon Three, shows up. He's a demon, and it's pretty damn obvious he's a demon. Mm-hmm. And he walks up, and it literally shakes everyone to the core. Yeah, Even Rengoku who at this point in the movie has showed how powerful he is as a Hashira. Mm-hmm. So when he shows up, you can tell things are taking an immediate turn. Everything gets serious. And it's almost to the point where, wow, um, who? I think everybody might die. Like, is this how it's going to go? Mm-hmm. And so literally the performance that Rengoku and Rengoku's VA, rather it was in sub or dub, puts on is absolutely amazing. Yes. And for this to be um, Rengoku's final swan song and basically him dying literally at the end of this match it focused on the fact that this is a character that's literally going to be gone and we're still fairly early in anime but this is a character who's going out and it's one of those things where nah he's not going out sad nah he's going out as in his chest high held high his head up like yeah i died but i accomplished my goal and that was one of the things that Tanjiro went back and said. He was like, you didn't win. Rengoku won yeah. because he kept his word. Mm-hmm. And his word was, no one on this train will die. And Rengoku did exactly that. No one on that train died. Every single person survived. All 200 passengers survived. Mm-hmm. And so for Rengoku to still die, but still keep his word, being as true as he is, it made you look at Rengoku like, dog, you weren't supposed to go out like this. Like, you're pretty damn strong. But then it draws up the other question on the dark side. Well, if Rengoku can die, 
who who else can die? Yeah. Because if Rengoku's being one of the stronger Hashira, and it's sta- you know, and when you get to the end and they're showing all the different Hashira and stuff like that, they're like, wait, Rengoku died? Yeah. Hold on, wait a minute. And you can sort of see the hierarchy of how strong Rengoku was because the other ones looked looked around and they start showing all the different Hashira and they're like, wait, Rengoku can it do this? And it makes you think, oh, Rengoku was strong then. Because they all, there was nothing laughed at Rengoku. Nobody was like, damn, he should have did better or something like that. It was all like, damn, if he died, then okay, shit, getting serious. And so Rengoku, for it to be his swan song, it was absolutely animated and directed beautifully. It got across how everybody felt when we first read the actual, um, finished the ending of the, um, the Mugen Train art. And yeah, man, it was emotional, what, dog. Like what really caught me was because after they defeat, you know, the train and um the, I can't remember our old buddy's name, um, that fused with the train. But after they defeat him, I'm like Let me see. I'm like, his right. name was um uh what was that man's name? Yeah, I can't think of it right now at this very moment. But once they defeat him, Enmu. Enmu. Yeah, Enmu. So when they defeat Enmu. I start to look at my phone. I'm like, all right, we've been in here about 45, 50 minutes. I guess they're about to wrap it up. You know what I'm saying? And that's just what, because, you know, I went in blindly, not knowing anything right. that's happening. So I'm like, okay, they're about to wrap it up. That's that's pretty decent movie. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like thinking it was about to be over. And then when Buddy comes from the upper three, and I'm like, oh, we're going to get another fight. Okay, cool. And I was like, so we're really going to see Rengoku show out. That's that's right. That's what went through my head. I was like, right. Rengoku about to show out for real, for real, and show Tanjiro like, like this is what I do, and basically he's gonna take him under his wing as a trainer. Mm. That's what that was my, that's what I was co- think coming to the conclusion of that was what was gonna happen. Right, when Goku's gonna be like, stand back, let me show you how this shit's gonna play. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm gonna train you up to be the best demon slayer type shit mm. on, on some, you know, basically Master Roshi mentorship, yeah, yeah. Master Roshi Jiraiya type shit. I right, was not expecting. That part of Jiraiya. <laughs> the, the uh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I exactly. So, and then, so even we met Rengoku, what, two episodes before the season finale? Um, <laughs> we met Rengoku when they first went to the Hashira. Um, I want to say maybe three or four episodes yeah. back. And they, so at, and they didn't yeah. even really dive into his character. We just kind of met him mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And for us to still have that much have for them to make that much of an impact for him to make that much of an impact and still hurt that he died you're like damn that was tough and i was like i didn't even know this character and it still hit so right that was some beautiful storytelling yes they 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 did an excellent job weaving in the fact that this character has only been introduced in one setting and now we need to find out more about him because he's going to die yeah and it felt like again Obviously, Demon Slayer is about Tanjiro and crew, mm-hmm. but Rengoku was clearly the star of the movie. Oh, yeah, for sure. And this is, again, a character who dies. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the movie, he's gone. Mm-hmm. So it's like they figured out somehow, some way, how to weave in the main characters and all their, their awesomeness, mm-hmm. weave in the backstory, which is something we're going to talk about as well, oh, yeah. between all the main characters, and then weave in Rengoku his backstory and how awesome he was as a Hashira. And yeah, they weave all this into an hour, hour 30, hour, yeah, about hour 30 movie. And it just makes you think like, damn, what's next? 
just after that, people were leaving the movie theater crying. I mean, like in my theater, I heard people crying. I got to see it with my little sister. She was over there crying, boohooing. Bro. And then when we left the theater, she's like, you knew this was going to happen. And I'm like, look, I couldn't ruin it for you, yeah, though. I knew exactly what was going to happen. Yeah. But I couldn't ruin that for you because that was, when you read it, it's one of the more shocking moments because you're like, oh. But it makes you realize, like, hey, anybody can do this. Yeah. Like, don't don't, don't think this is just going to be cookie cutter fighting demon. Nah, nah, nah. And, anybody can do And Tyro said that when he was like, we're not just out here rehealing and hiding when the sun mm-hmm. comes up and stuff like that. Like, we out here for real. And that shit hit, too. <laughs> no, Tanjiro screaming at literally, literally, Tanjiro is screaming at Akaza as Akaza runs away because the sun's coming up. Yeah, and Akaza, like, and I'm he's screaming at him like he's literally Tanjiro's over there trying to provoke. Like I ain't never seen aggro at the level that Tanjiro was doing, but Tanjiro was aggroing the holy hell out of him to come back. Yeah. And knowing, and Tanjiro just witnessed that Hashira. Couldn't take out this guy. Yeah. So of course he had absolutely oh, no God. chance of beating him. And Tanjiro just off the lip, talking all types of shit, shit. Like he just going at it. And you like, damn, Tanjiro, dog. If he come back, he could kill you within a second. Yeah, he, he still might be able to beat this son, not catching him, dog. You need to chill, Tanjiro. Yeah. And Tanjiro even threw his sword at him. I'm like, Tanjiro. Tanjiro sounded, dog. Like, Tanjiro sounded like Craig on Friday. Hey, come back. <laughs> bro, <back>. yeah, <laughs> was on his, his goon shit. He was irritated, like, nah, bro, you didn't win. Yeah. We won. Like he was talking, he was instigating. Now that, that was that was an instig instigator. Like he was over there after it, and it, again, it made the emotions that much more crazy. And again, that was and that that was the ending of it. But the mid part of the movie, they didn't have to do that to people. I knew what was going to happen. But the whole thing of them going to sleep and dreaming the perfect dream, I guess you can call it. They didn't have to do that. Like, basically, Tandrio, like, so before the battle with with Akaza, everybody remembers that battle because of how Rengoku goes out. Mm -hmm. Goes out like a piece. But, obviously, the the major villain in the beginning was, um, I just said his name, sorry, was Enmu. Which was the demon that we know at the end of um, season one of Demon Slayer got all of um, Muzin's blood and was going on a train. So we knew he was there. So his ability put people to sleep. And so with his ability putting people to sleep, he got everybody on the train asleep. Um, and so, oh, everybody except one. Yeah. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so basically, he put everybody into a dream state and had them dream the perfect dream. So Tandrio's dream literally starts off with Tandrio basically being in the woods where his family stays. Mm-hmm. And he approaches the house where his family was at. And instead of it being a bloody mess with all the carcasses and everybody being dead, he gets to see his brothers and sisters and his mom. Tough. And you're like, oh, man. And Tandrio just... You can tell that this weighs on Tandrio heavy. Mm-hmm. Like, this might be the motivation that Tandrio... Between this... And making sure Nezuko turns back human. These are the two motivations that keep Tandrio as a demon slayer and keeps him motivated to keep going. And to see Tandrio, even if it was in a dream state, become happy again. To see him, you know, just, you know, absolutely giddy that he's around his family again, his mom again. To see them again. Because, again, we always introduced to them for half an episode. And they got off 
So to see just him interact with his family, to see how a good big brother he is, it was pretty dope. And to see, to find out that it was a dream, not only messed with Tondrio mentally, but it messed with the audience mentally. Because it's like, damn, it's a dream? Yeah. We got to watch Tondrio go through this. And then the whole creme de la creme on how Tondrio had to find out how to get out of the dream. Oh, man. Um, it, it, it was, it wasn't like I said, they did very well weaving in the emotional state of what was going on in anime. And yeah, it was, for me, it was a great movie. I enjoyed the holy hell out of it. Even though I knew what was going to happen, I felt that they animated it perfectly. I got to see it in IMAX, which means that all the action scenes and all that stuff was absolutely done right. Of course, we got my little my, my little daughter, Nezuko, just being absolutely cute in the five minutes that she was there. Yeah. Just flat out, she's just too cute for fucking anime. Like, that That was some of the cutest shit I've seen, and I was just like, damn, look at Nezuko doing her thing. And she didn't even know what the fuck was going on. She's just being cute and uh, like a little child just running around and like, what the fuck going on? And yeah, just everything about that was done. I enjoyed it. I know other people that watched it, it was just like, meh. I'm like, I don't know exactly what y'all went into. I feel that also the movie itself did get a little bit of its luster taken off due to the fact that we got to see it a, a year and some change later mm -hmm. than everybody else in the world. Like, I felt that if we all got to see it within a, a month or two, which is what the normal standard is, you know, a movie might drop in Japan in, let's say, July. We get to catch it in, like, October. You know what I mean? After it's been dubbed and all that stuff. If we got to see it around the same time, I think that would have obviously brought out a lot more, I think, maybe applause. But the fact that we had to wait so long for it, I think, took a little bit of luster off. But I've heard nothing but decent and great reviews from, I was talking to a cosplayer. Like, she's a cosplayer that got, like, thousands and thousands of views. And even she, she was like, it was so emotional. Like, and I ain't never talked to her. She ain't never responded back to me. And I was just like, it was a good movie, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. She's just like, it was so emotional. She's talking back and everybody hopping on that same thread, just chopping about, about the movie. And it was such an emotional movie. But yet, it wasn't all, you know, grim and doom. It had a lot of funny moments. We had Zenitsu being Zenitsu. Again, and he was like, <laughs> he was like defending uh, Nezuko. You got Inosuke running around being Inosuke. But and it's just like they they were able to show everybody's emotions and everybody's personalities perfect. And they did it, and they did it in the short amount of time. And it just felt it just felt so good to kind of like feel like, oh, they're back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a lot of people don't love Demon Slayer. Like you know, a lot of people feel like it's overhyped and stuff. But I actually enjoy Demon Slayer. I don't have a problem with it. Um, and a lot of people were like, oh, it's overhyped and all this other stuff. They just got good animation, and I'm like, you like what you like. But don't fucking yep. shit on anybody else for liking what they like. And I and I enjoy Demon for the Slayer. Right. And for the people that say they don't like Demon Slayer, not other than they probably enjoyed it. They probably don't like the ascension that Demon Slayer has. The the, the ascension to to the levels that what people have put it at. You know what I mean? It rolls very quickly. It's like when you when you it's uh the perfect example of lightning in a bottle. Demon Slayer came out, it had that one episode that everybody got hyped from. And the entire world basically shifted for a second, and it was all about Demon Slayer. So that all puts a lot of people, but at the same time, it caught lightning in a bottle. And the movie Mugen Train caught lightning in the bottle again, which is crazy because it's a year after it already came out. Mm -hmm. But yet, it, it still was shown in theaters, and there were still people going to go show it. Hell, well, there they was. Were there. <laughs> they were there. They were there. Because I know when I was there, the entire theater was only there to see that. 
and we felt like it was a coordination because you know out here in um in the bay area everything was closed down for us so for people to be in the movie theaters wearing masks and cosplayed up as well to everybody to go in there and see the theater and that theater was full yeah so i'm glad i got my tickets on the day that it was announced that theater was packed and when i say packed I mean, with, with COVID restrictions as well. So they had certain seats blocked off to keep people away. Yeah. But literally with people being spaced out, the entire theater was full. You could tell there was people in there to see it. So, yeah, for it to still have the lightning in the bottle effect, it's only going to get better because now we're going into the season two of Demon Slayer. And season two is the red light district arc. And for a lot of people, the red light district arc is peak Demon Slayer. I and I will. I am one of them. The, the red light district arc for me is peak Demon Slayer. And when I say peak, it's literally some of the best Demon Slayer is going to get. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. I've heard uh, red light district is the best arc. Um, mm-hmm. So like, and like you said, I went a week after the movie had already been out, and it was still, it was still capacity. So yeah. there's that might be people going to go see it twice, or it might be people seeing it for the first time. But yeah, it was still. That shit was dope. <laughs> like, yeah. It was dope. And then, like you said, the, with the whole the Inception type, the, his push, I mean, his kick or whatever to wake up, mm-hmm. where he had to cut his, you know. His, he had to basically kill yeah, himself. Yeah, I was all like, oh, okay. And then, and then Inosuke came through in the clutch. Because yeah, he did. Cause he, uh, his, yeah, yeah, at one point during the fight, the fight gets so hectic, y'all, that um, the main Inu, as Tanjiro was fighting Inu, Inu is literally sitting there putting Tanjiro to sleep with his uh his demon arm. Because remember, in Inu before everything left got blood of music, mm-hmm. so he's like souped up. He's basically on crack times a gazillion. And so Inu's ability is working. He's putting people to sleep and he's putting Tanjiro to sleep. But what is realized is that in order to get out of that dream state, you have to kill yourself. You have to give yourself such a jolt or a shock that it wakes your body up. Yeah. And that's what's going on. So literally the fight of Inmu versus Tanjiro consists of Inmu putting him to sleep and Tanjiro going into the sleep world and Tanjiro having to kill himself over and over and over and over and over. Like mid-fight to the point that Tanjiro's now going into the dream world and killing himself so quickly so that he can keep up step by step. And you, they show it in the movie. Like literally he's on the top of the train fighting and Inmu put him to sleep. And Tanjiro, within a split second, would gain his consciousness back. So he's literally going into the dream world, realizing that he's asleep and killing himself. And what makes it even more crazy is that Inu, to the point, is just like, I got to figure out a way to keep this man asleep so I can kill him that quick. Mm-hmm. Inu starts throwing out all types of crazy stuff in the dream. Like, at one point, the dream show um, Tanjiro's father throwing, like, um, hot tea on Tanjiro's face. It was like, you're a disgrace. You look family die. Yeah. Trying his best to pull on Tanjiro's mental abilities, but not realizing how mentally strong Tanjiro is. Mm-hmm. And so it's actually raging Tanjiro. Tanjiro's getting more and more pissed as he's get, being put to sleep. And yeah, that fact, going into the, the major fight when it's um, Inosuke and Tanjiro, Inosuke comes through in a clutch and saves Tanjiro because Tanjiro doesn't know that he is actually full-fledged woke about to slice his head off because he thinks he's asleep because he keeps getting put to sleep consecutive. And he no case saves Tanjiro because Tanjiro yeah. was about to behead himself. So yeah. <laughs> and Nosuke came through with the clutch with his, his growling pig head self. Like, <laughs> he comes through clutch and I, it was dope to watch them team up and 
Obviously, you know, Inosuke being as stubborn as he is, he only listens to Tanjiro when he knows shit is serious. Yeah. And so for them to be able to do, to coordinate and do a double attack to take out uh, Inu in some way, shape, or form was pretty dope, yeah. too. And again, Zenitsu had his moments. You had um, Nesuko down there burning up everything. And she had her clutch, too. going on. When Goku is flying through the entire train, like six cars, with his ridiculously, ridiculously Hashira speed, literally attacking everything in sight and you're like man they're, they're pairing together so yeah. yeah man the movie was good yeah. if you haven't seen it yet obviously if you're curious after us talking about it after listening to this podcast you gotta go check out the demon slayer movie it's worth it i know it might be out of theaters soon and which means that if you don't get to check it out in theaters it should be on blu-ray within the next month at bare minimum uh-huh. maybe even sooner but you got to go check it out, man. Especially if you watch Demon Slayer, you're curious about it, and you want to continue to watch it, especially on season two. Because season two, if you thought this movie was good, season two was going to blow your mind. Exactly. It just, it was so good, man. To me, like, I, I, I wasn't expecting it to be this good. Um, I just, I guess I didn't realize how much I liked Demon Slayer. Because before, yep. I just thought, oh, yeah, I, thought, I think Demon Slayer is a cool show. You know what I'm saying? I just was like, I enjoyed it. But I felt like a lot of people were like saying it was overhyped, so it was killing my buzz in a sense. Where yep. it was like people were slandering it just because it was, I guess, popular, popular slander. Mm. So it kind of killed my buzz and threw me off a little bit. So I was like, I do want to go see this movie because I don't want to be spoiled. And when I was watching right. it, I was like, oh shit, Demon Slayer's back. That's what I. Yeah. That's what it felt yeah. like. Like as soon as and it and it picked up because uh, Skylar, my daughter, she didn't finish Demon Slayer, so we had to watch the last four episodes before we watched the movie. So mm. we watched the last four episodes of the last season and then jumped straight to the movie. And like, Which works because it, it literally transitions perfectly perfect. from the last episode right on into yeah, it. Yeah, it was like on point, like literally on point. Like literally, they got on the train and she was like, I, I got this mission. I want Tanjiro to go and all this other stuff. And literally, the movie picks up right there. So yep. you, it was perfect. It was perfect. For sure, for sure. Mm. So you guys, yes, again, Demon Slayer movie. What are we rating it? What are we giving it? From uh, 1 through 10, 10 being the best, uh, 1 being the least. What are you rating the uh, Demon Slayer movie? Out of 10, I would give Demon Slayer a 8.3. Yeah, it's high yeah. up there for me. I I'm, I'm around the same point. I was thinking 8.5, yeah. closer to that 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 lower 9, 8.7. Yeah, it's... I mean, I, I don't see anything that was truly wrong with it. Um, I had no issue with it personally. Especially knowing that I knew what was going to come on, it was animated beautifully. Um, a lot of people felt like it was rushed. I don't, yeah. because at the same time, that was how it was going to unfold, and it really wasn't much. I felt that the um, Rengoku versus um, Akaza battle was pretty damn dope. They gave it enough time to flesh it out to know what was going on. We knew the the um, stakes at the time, the high stakes that that fight was going to have, and they gave it enough time. I felt that it was fleshed out perfectly. I mean, literally, you didn't you didn't need to see any much more. Some people felt the pacing was wrong. I felt the pacing was perfect because it got across the entire message of what the moving train arc was about, anyway. So mm-hmm. yeah, I just yeah, it was definitely one of those things where I I didn't feel like it was rushed because if you if you try to think about this movie and put it in a seasonal format, what really happened to make this stretch for a whole twelve to twenty four episodes? Yeah, that's that. Yeah, so there would have been extra detail, and it makes sense yeah. because it's like, okay, they gave us an R. So if they're going to continue on this path, 
they'll what they'll do is they'll give us the um the red light district arc, which I understand. And so after the red light district arc is the um is the Hishira arc. And so they can make the Hishira arc into a movie. And if they make the Hishira arc into a movie, literally after the Hashira arc, they can go into the final battle. Because Demon Slayer is not as long as what people would think. Yeah, I think. But if they do it right, if they do it like that, and they go to from the um, Red Light District arc, I believe they will go into the Hashira arc. Um, yeah, the Hashira and the Hidden Village arc, I think. And then from there, it will just be the final battle. And the final battle could be done as, you can do it as the 25 episodes and maybe do a full movie as the final, final battle, which you can do. Because literally, when it gets to the final battle, there is a lot of fighting. So, um, yeah, you can do that, and literally you can save the final chapters. You can format it where the final chapter could just be, the final chapters could just be Tondrio and whoever else possibly, and I'm just throwing out names because I don't want to ruin it for what the final battle might be uh, for people that don't know, but it could be whoever going against Mugen, and, uh, or Muzin, not Muzin, Muzin, and you can do that as a movie, easy, and yeah. So, but if we're looking at the timeline, uh, we're in 2021. So 2021 to be all of the whew, help me out, all of the red light district art, which means that 2023, if earliest, would be the the Hashira arc movie. Okay. And then 2025 would be the final battle arc, which would be another 25 episodes. And then in, literally, if they wanted in 2026. 2026 or 20, early 2027, they could have the um the final final battle. Okay. So they could flesh this out for another six years. Easy, just timeline, and you know, you want we want un unfoldable. We want them to not drop the ball. So we want them to have all the time they want when they're animating this. So oh. hey, if that's that's how it's going, is that how much time y'all need? Y'all need six years to make sure that Demon Slayer ends up becoming that. By all means, I get it. So yeah. So. That's good. I'm trying to think of that timeline, that timeline 2026. Yeah. And that sounds like a long time, but, but you got to think. <laughs> yeah, t- time is flying, right. And so it'll be interesting to see, you know, exactly how five years will go by. But once five years go by, man, trust me, you, you'll be shocked to hear five years of anime and be like, wow, we talked about this in 2021. It's now the ending. We're, we're getting to the end of Demon Slayer. So. Big fact. So, all right. So, we're, we're, we're done with Demon Slayer. Okay, okay. There is something that I wanted to do. I, I talked mm-hmm. to you about it, and I figured, I felt like it would be a good way to end every episode. For okay. Last, for a last conversation. So okay. From now on, I'll come up with, like, a little theme, and we'll do top five. So, okay. and, I'll, and I'll do it, like, I'll probably tell you, give you a heads up right before we start shooting. So that way you get a little bit of time to prep, but not a whole right, week right. or two weeks to prep. <laughs> Fair enough, because with my knowledge, you know, yeah. I can obviously prepare very quickly. Yeah. So with that being said, green-haired anime characters, give me five. All right. You want to you want to ping pong like we do? Yeah, we can ping pong. We can ping pong. I'll start it off. So when we think of, when I think of green hair characters, the first one to pop up is my favorite green hair character, and damn near my favorite character of almost all anime, 
And that's your boy Zoro from One Piece. Um, not mad at that at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's Zoro, dog. Like, seriously. Like, from his introduction into One Piece in episode two, chapter two, if you want to talk about it in a manga. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Zoro has just been that iconic swordsman for me. And I've always grown up loving swordsmen in some way, shape, or form. Um, but yeah, like, I, my some of my original swordsmen are Afro Samurai, Roroni Kinchin, um, Mugen and um, Jin from Samurai Shampoo. I love swordsmen. It's just something about swordsmen that always have looked cool in my eyes. But from when I was met to Zoro, and Zoro came in, and I've said it once, I've said it before, ain't nobody as loyal as Zoro, dog. There's no one in the anime world that is as loyal. People might think there's more loyal people, or, you know, might think that, you know, there's somebody else that's more loyal to their their partner or their friend. I, I'm just going to stick with Zoro being the most loyal, man. He's a vice captain. And with everything that Zoro's done, he could easily be a captain. Mm-hmm. But Good his guy. dream is to make sure that Luffy's dream comes true of being of Luffy being the Pirate King. And he's going to make sure that nothing stops that dream from coming true. So, yeah, when we talk about green hair characters, first and foremost that pop up is Zoro. Okay. All right. You know I'm a One Piece head, so... That that's pretty good. So I, I can't I can't I can't take that away from you. So yeah, and I mean it's okay. If obviously, that's the first one we think about because that just means we thinking this we thinking alike. You know what I mean? Great minds always think alike. So so what I, I try I'm gonna try not to choose any character you do so that way we can give the listeners ten characters and then okay if we can give the listeners ten characters maybe we'll give them you know some uh, recommendations or whatever they'll, maybe they'll go check out you know what I'm saying, exactly. episodes. So okay, I'm gonna say. Lubbock from Akami Got Kill. Okay. Lubbock is the one with the string. Um, yep. Yeah. Yep. Imperial arm. And he was going to work. <laughs> yeah. In his, in his final fight, he was going to work. Akami Got Kill is one of those animes. I think people describe Akami Got Kill as Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> for anime. And if you know Game of Thrones, you understand why they was mentioned something like that because they introduced it a crazy ensemble cast or a crazy cast of of a crazy ensemble of characters mm-hmm. and you don't know what's going to happen to any of them and yeah Agamaka Kill is one of those animes that people will get off like literally you wake up in the next episode and somebody's gone you're like wait well, how did they even die so yeah yeah, yeah love it yeah. man that and that string i i enjoyed that because it was a a unique imperial arm where it was like okay. It was like something that I I don't feel like you see very often. You see uh Doflamingo's got it. But yep. other than that, like there's not too many characters that really are playing with the string as a, as a weapon. So I thought that mm-hmm. was dope. I thought his little his outfit was dope and he was like he's kind of like a just a meh character, but his right. the way he went out and it was just like he went to work in his last final fight. And then after he wins, he's like, "Yeah, I won." And he's just like you know, free falling. He's like free falling, like, yeah, I won. You know what I'm saying? It was right. cool. And he's like, I'm I'm out of string. So you know what I'm saying? It was just tough to see him go out. But at the same yep. time, it was just like, yo, this dude right here, like he he ended up getting my respect. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Before that anime was over. And I I, I love it. So, I, I think that's I think that's a fair assessment. And right, it like I said, his battle alone was his final battle was pretty damn dope and like I said, if y'all haven't seen the Gamaka Kill, go ahead and check that out. We'll put that as a recommendation as one of those anime that 
you want to check out. Fair warning, though, we, again, our description of it was it reminds you of Game of Thrones. So, obviously, if we're saying that, you can understand what's going to happen if you watch this anime. So, we we giving you a fair warning, and ain't nothing to be shocked about. So. No shockers here. Nope. No, not at all. Cool. All right. So, we ping-pong off that. The first two anim- green hair anime characters I think about immediately are, like, obviously because of the animes I love. And so, my second one is going to be pretty obvious to a lot of people. And that's Cece from Code Geass. Okay, yeah. And, you know, if you've watched Code Geass, you know who this is. Cece is the green hair one who gives Lelouch his powers. And she's iconic within herself because of her attitude, the way she acts. But that green hair makes her absolutely iconic. Uh-huh. Like, you could think of green hair characters. And if you've even just glimpsed at um, Code Geass, she stands out. Uh-huh. There's something about her that stands out. And that green hair of hers is just ridiculously everybody else got black or brown hair colin has purple or red hair like red streaks nah cc and her green hair is like oh my goodness and i think honestly her green hair it makes her that much more attractive and you're just like okay i can see her stand out because of this and yeah cc's just one of those characters where you're just like i'm okay with this i i have no issue with that and so as a waifu a lot of people when it comes to kogi as either you like colin or you like cc I was perfectly fine with either or. Like I, it was literally like eat, it was like eating ice cream. <laughs> you you got you got strawberry, you got vanilla, or you got chocolate. Either way, all ice cream tastes good in my eyes. So I'm I'm okay with that. So yeah, CC from Cold Geass. Um, you guys have heard me talk about Cold Geass enough on the podcast. I'm not gonna even go there that far. Yeah, if you haven't but, seen it, why haven't you? Why haven't you? <laughs> exactly. You're slipping. If you're if you're into these podcasts with us so far, you haven't even attempted to watch Cold Geass. After as much as I've talked about it, yeah, you, yeah, I don't know what to, I can't get you to watch it at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's like you, you just, you're just not interested. That's what it, you're right. You just don't care. <laughs> you, you care enough to come back here, but you don't care enough about our thoughts. <laughs> right? You don't. You really don't care. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So you get CC. So since you're okay. going to do that, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a different route. This is a S class hero. Mm. Ooh, I already know where you're going, which is a great grab. Look, if we're doing this, it's almost like we're doing a draft. We're doing a uh, a draft. So, okay, I, I had you had the uh, I had the first pick. You got the second pick. I you got I got the third pick. You got the fourth pick. Okay. So I I got Tatsumaki. Yeah. Tornado, aka Tornado of Terror, from yep. One Punch Man. And I'm fine with that yeah. because obviously her hair stands out. Of course, her sister has black green hair too. Yeah. So we got to show a little bit of love to Fubuki because I love me some Fubuki. Lord knows I love me some Fubuki. <laughs> Woo! Don't get me started on some Fubuki anyway. But yeah, Tornado, that, yeah. yeah. She, yeah. She, and she's a bad one too, man. <laughs> she's a bad one. Her and her sister, they are wild. I'm sitting here looking at my wall right now and I got the, um, I got the terrible Tornado, um, Funko Pop. And it's the, the, I got the Chase variant. So it's a glow in the dark. So her hair glows in green. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, this pop, this Funko Pop's pretty damn cool. So I, I figured she was going to be one of your picks. Yeah. I knew that off the top of my head. In my spirit, I'm like, yeah, yeah. he's not going to leave me for her. So I'm already prepared for what he's going to take. Her and I was like, I was like, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to choose her yet. But then once you win CC, I was like, okay, you want to go female route? Let me throw my, my female character out there as well. So yeah, yeah, All right. Yeah. Nah, I figured, I was like, yeah, he got it. He got to mention it. He, he's going to mention it. Mm-hmm. So. 
I'm gonna leave one more for you because I know of another one that you probably thought of first. Oh, I did. But I am. I'm, I'm gonna catch y'all off a little bit. All right. Let's see. If we go do green here, I'm gonna say. Hmm, now I'm curious because there's. I could go two ways with this, but I think yeah, I think I would say that one. So I'm gonna say Shion, and Shion is from. It's another wife. Shion is from. Um, Higurashi when they cry. Yeah, yeah. It's the horror. It's the horror. Yeah, the horror anime. And so her and her sister is Shion and Mion. And so her and her sister are green haired twins. And they stand out because they're like, they're different. They're, they're twin sisters. So they have different personalities like yin and yang. Mm-hmm. But with as crazy as he, uh, Higurashi gets with all the violence and the gore and stuff like that, you get to see these beautiful green haired girls go absolutely batshit crazy. Uh-huh. And their green iconic hair stands out tremendously. Like, there's at certain points, they got literally red blood in their green hair. And you're just like, dog, the color dynamic is absolutely crazy. But they're, mem- they're memorable because their green hair character is going absolutely batshit crazy. And you're like, wait a minute, this is nuts. So, yeah, I, I'm going to throw out those two. Higurashi is another anime that I have recommended for a lot of people to say. It is my top horror anime ever. Mm-hmm. So if you've never seen Cry it, is very good. Like yes, I um yes, I had uh, went on a horror binge in October. It when they cry, okay, because I I for you know for the Halloween type, thing. right, right, right. And when they cry was really good. So yeah, yes. yeah, that's a, yeah. When they cry is considered my my greatest horror anime, and everything about it is just absolutely crazy. I enjoyed the mess out of it. It actually had a um a remake um last year, mm-hmm. so they actually remade it. And did a it's called um Higurashi when they cry go G O U. Okay. But honestly, if you get the chance, catch the catch the older one. Older one I think came back in like um twenty is it oh eight, maybe twenty twelve, but mm-hmm. it, it stands the test of time. It's so good and it's so so chilling. Like you want to talk about goosebumps getting on your arms. You just watch some of the voice acting and the craziness that comes out, and you're like, Man, this show is all this show's nuts, but for sure. So Shion's gonna be my pick. So I'm trying my best to steer away from waifus because there's a lot of green hair waifus that I know, mm-hmm. but I, I'm gonna go with Shion. I'm gonna switch it up. I'll probably give you a boy next time. Okay, that's my third okay. one. So, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with this character. I'm now I'm leaving you one open, and I'm wondering how long you're gonna take yeah, before you do it. If you don't do get it, it, I'm getting the okay, next I'm round. Like, so. I'm like, should I do this one now, or should I do that? You better do the obvious one because I, if I not, I'm talking, on it next you're round. You're talking about you're talking about gone. Please. Yeah, you better choose. You better no. Okay, you better okay. choose. No, no, it. I, Go okay. ahead, choose I'm, the one I'm you think. Choose gone. Okay, you can choose the one that you thought that I was. Okay, to, uh, all right, all right. Because I got, I got, I still got some left in the tank. So, okay, okay. So, you got a little bit of ammo left. Okay, okay. Gone. Gone freeze from Hunter Hunter. Okay. Uh, we all know who Gone is. Let's just, yeah. If you you nah. don't if you haven't seen Hunter Hunter or you I mean you know about Hunter Hunter and you like, oh I don't want to watch it because incomplete, hiatus, hiatus, whatever, whatever. Gone Freeze is a fucking fun ass character. <laughs> and, yeah. And we all know Gone. Watch we see how smart he is and how he like during battle, and he got like strategies and things like that. Where we saw during the hunger exam, where he just even was like figuring out things like on the fly, like you know, what I'm saying it's starting out. And then one of my favorite scenes from Gone is when he's about to take out more. I don't know mm. if you remember. Mm. More of like, if you want to be a part of this team, <laughs> you want to be a part of this team, you don't have yeah. to show me something. 
And he's like, oh. uh, and I know exactly what part you're talking about in that scene. And he tells Gon, go ahead and hit me. And Gon's like, all right. And then Moro kind of sweating like, oh, I don't know if I should have straight up took a, <laughs> right. a, a straight up forward punch from an answer like this. I, I might not have done, should have done this, but. He started breathing a little harder. Yeah. <laughs> Kilo would put his hand on his shoulder and was like, hey, man. And you said most loyal character. Zoro is most loyal, but I feel like Killer was a little loyal, too. <laughs> okay, I, 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 I would not. I will not disagree with that. Killua is loyal. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Top five loyal. Okay. Hey, yeah. Yep. Look at you. You pick him out. We'll do okay. him. So. But yeah. All right. Definitely go. Go. All right. So now I, I am gonna. I'm gonna give you a mulligan because I thought you were gonna name another one. Okay. So I'm gonna give. I'm gonna go ahead and give you the mulligan because I want to throw out one of my favorite ones. But we haven't gotten to the most obvious one. So if we're doing this in a draft. Right now, you're going to get one of the value picks of the next round for sure. So I got the first man, overall pick for Zoro. Don't give them away, man. Don't just be giving me picks, man. Yeah. Nah, I mean, I'm going to give you yeah. one because I, I, I can't. There's no way I'm going to be able to choose both of them. You know what I mean? It's a, if it's a draft, I can only choose selected one. So mm-hmm. I went Zoro with my first pick. My second pick was CC from Kogi. As my third pick was Shion from Higurashi when they cried. Mm-hmm. My fourth pick is going to be Senku from Dr. Stone. Okay. And that's why I said I'm, I'm gonna give you one because there's one more green hair character that we haven't mentioned that everybody's gonna be like, yeah, yeah. why did it take so long? Yeah. So with my with my seventh pick in the green hair character draft, that's how we do this now. <laughs> we gonna just call it a draft. So with my seventh pick in the green hair anime character draft, we're gonna choose Senku from Doctor Stone. I mean, I feel like it's a good pick at pick seven to get Senku yeah. of all people exactly. into a draft, but. It's Senku, dog. How much? What do we have to talk about? I mean, it's Senku, yeah. dog. Like, if you haven't checked out Doctor Stone, what the hell are you doing? First and foremost, What's like, yeah. you're 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 tripping if you haven't checked out Doctor Stone. Mm-hmm. But Senku, we've talked about this before on other pods. Mm-hmm. You know how I feel about Senku and his brain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I, I've I've stated that many 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 many, many times. Mm-hmm. So Senku for sure, just his brains and the way that he thinks overall. I'm perfectly fine with wherever Senku goes and whatever Senku do. I said that, like, you pair up Senku with Zoro? Hey, hey, hey. If Zoro has has Senku's brain. Oh, my God. That would be the most, that'd be the, that'd be, yeah, that's almost too, too OP of a character at this point. Way, way too goddamn OP. Like, that, that's a little absurd. So, but Senku, big brain Senku, as I like to call him sometimes. Um, Yeah, man. Like, if you're not watching Dr. Stone, I'm sorry. Just look. Once the podcast is over, Crunchyroll got you. <laughs> Go check out Dr. Stone because that's a must. So. Okay. That's my seven pick. Go on with your eight pick because I think your eight pick going to be pretty obvious to everybody that's listening. So go on and go on and get it out. Go on and get it out. All right. So there's this other superhero. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, go on and get it out. Go on and get it out. His name is uh, Izuku Midoriya <laughs> or uh, Deku. Hard to believe that Deku goes number eight See, now, on I the green hair character list. I didn't know this was a draft. If I would have known this was a draft, of course, as soon as you said Zoro, he, he, I did. I do that. I, I sort of threw that okay. on you, though. But I mean, but hey, now, now be- that I know that for future references, <laughs> right? I'll, I'll, I'll definitely keep that in mind. But um, right, right, for facts, for uh, for sure, for sure, um, Deku is, yeah, you know, the this is the story of how he became. Exactly. You know exactly. And that's, that's, My hero academia. I mean, that's the thing where people, I don't think people are uh, catching that. He says this at the beginning of the, sh- of the show. 
He didn't say, yeah, he does. This is my journey to become. He said, this is the story of how I became. How I became. <laughs> yeah, so I, like, he lets you know, like, dog, I do become that, that dude. Yeah, like, I, I become that guy. Yeah, and he said the world's best number one hero. So that means he's going to be better <laughs> than All Might. He's going to be there. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, yep. yeah, there, there's not much to say about Deku. And if you read My Hero, in these latest chapters, this dude done became Batman. I've been hearing rumors about Deku yeah. and how, his, how the, the most recent chapter of My Hero Academia, Deku was starting to become a, a, a real force yeah. in, in the show. So I, I've been hearing rumors. Yeah. So, yeah, Deku is. <laughs> that's my fourth. What was that? The eighth pick? Uh, that would be yes. That that would be the eighth. Okay, pick. so with your last pick, your ninth pick of the draft, I I'm trying. I, I'll be honest. I, I'm disappointed because yes, Deku was there, but I knew I couldn't. I refused to leave out Senku, but I knew you was going to take Deku, Deku. which is fair. And that's a great, great value pick. Mm-hmm. And so I think I might got you on one that hasn't been said. I was lingering with it, but I think I might have I'm you. Wondering on one. if you gonna get him. Because this person, I've been thinking, I've been checking them the whole time, and I'm like, all right, I wonder if you. I might not get the one you're talking about, but I'm gonna make sure I get the one I'm thinking of. But I'm not gonna lie, I'm I'm gonna butcher their name because I, I truly forget their name. Um, it's not that I forget their name, but I just it draws blank sometimes. It's okay. You can help me out. It's the young lady from Bleach. She's the, she's like the aloof one. And so she's like aloof. She has the red like lines on her on her face, but she has the green hair and the bone. And the hair. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, shit. Uh, Nell, Nell. Thank you, yeah. Nell, yeah. Nell. I thought she came in my mind, but I was like, God, I can't remember her name for some reason. My tenth pick is going to be Nell from Bleach. Okay. And I remember her just because her aloof attitude. Like you know what I mean. Like at the time when they were finding all the um. What are those guys called? Those guys were called the. Um, I'm drawing a blank. I'm sorry, Bleach fans. I'm drawing a real blank on that. But I, I can't remember what they were called. Anyway, when they were fighting those people with the the uh, with the, the numbers on their head, her attitude her attitude was not what I expected when I watched Bleach. And so to see her come out and even just be cool with Ichigo, I was like, okay, I I like her all of a sudden. And you know she's. Again, I like aloof characters because when aloof characters get serious, it's one of the more cooler things that you can see in anime. So when when shit got real and the shit hit the fan and she had to transform, I was like, oh shit. So yeah, Nell from Bleach is going to be my 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 fifth pick. Now, if you notice the theme, yes, I had a lot of women Mm -hmm. in mind, but that's just how I am. What can I say? I'm a I'm a I'm a waifu connoisseur. So (laughs) ain't nothing wrong with that. (laughs) I ain't mad at you at all. I am a waifu connoisseur. So with my with my ninth pick or, or with the ninth pick of the. One of the green hair character trap. I'm choosing Nell from Bleach. All right, all right. So this last character, I feel like this is a steal as a a character. Okay. Um, I people are probably gonna be when I say it, you're gonna be like, how do we let him slip this far? I know you probably got me on one because again, I'm a waifu connoisseur, oh, yeah, so I, I did choose you. more waifus more than guys. I so. definitely thought that you were gonna say, um, my man Spike Spiegel. From Cowboy Bebop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. 
there uh, again. See, sometimes when you're thinking about waifus, you don't think about all those models. So I, I uh, for, for sure that that is a that's an easy way to round out your top. Oh yeah, uh, that's easy way. Yeah, that, that's a fair pick. And yeah, he he didn't slip my head. I was just thinking of waifus. So. But at the same time, right, that's a good thing. Yeah, so, like, immediately when I thought about this list, I was like, Spike, Deku, and Gon. And then, oh, oh, Goro, of course. And then, so I was like, okay, that's four. Who would be my fifth one? And then I was like, you know who would probably have a good conversation with this? I was like, I'm going to save this for a fucking Wednesday. Right. With my man Black. And then I started thinking, like, oh, I should do this more often. I should just do different. Like, we can literally do every fucking color. Yeah, I mean, we could do the drafts all the time. Like, I mean, I think top ten. We talk about yeah, yeah. color, especially colors for anime. Yeah. I mean, that that's yeah. Easy. So colors, that's an easy topic. So if ever, I won't do this every week with colors because that would just be yeah. if like, oh dang, I couldn't think of that. Thing. Boom, let me drop a color, and that would be great. right. But I'm, there's so many ones. So we're gonna, but we're gonna drop drafts every week. I think the drafts is the funner part. You know, it, it changes the combo and. It allows the viewers to look at what we think. You know, obviously, Black, I think of waifus. Well, I'm a waifu guy. Like, I should just change my name to waifu lover at some point in time. Black but, waifu lover. Right, exactly. <laughs> because at one point, that's just, again, that's how I am. So I, I for sure believe that, yeah, we'll do a draft every week, and it'll allow people to open up characters. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I mean, the majority of the green hair characters have been from anime that we know of. But there were some we dropped, you know, some some not as mainstream, like um, Higurashi and Agama Kakil. Yeah. But yeah. You know, a lot of them were mainstream characters for sure. So. Big facts. So I was like, all right, so I think this would be a good thing that we can do weekly. You know what I'm saying? So You got any honorable mentions? We could throw out an honorable mention if you want. Ooh, honorable mention. I got one off the top of my head that, you know, you'll be okay with. Uh, my honorable mention would be Froppy. From yeah, you know what? I saw her and I didn't pick it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, being the waifu guy that I am, I was like, I gotta have Froppy. Froppy is just Froppy's so goddamn cute. Just her, just the fact that she's a frog and she look, she knows her ability. Mm-hmm. But it's the fact that she's a frog, but she knows where her strengths are, and that that brings us a little bit full circle to literally the episodes of My Hero Academia season five that are coming out. And to watch Froppy come back and basically close out her um, matchup with um, her team fight was pretty dope because they were they were doing bad. Her squad was doing bad a couple weeks ago, and Froppy just using her ability and using um, the young man who controls people with his uh, his uh, his voice, basically putting together a squad somehow and figuring out a plan to basically get the dub was pretty dope. So you got to see Froppy and her skills. So okay. that was pretty cool. So yeah, that's my honorable mention. I'm saying Froppy. If you got one, you can throw it out too. I got Sailor from Sailor Moon. Uh, Sailor, uh, uh, is it? I don't it's know which Jupiter. one it is. No, I, I I think it's Sailor. Is it Uranus? I think. Sailor. It might be. I because she came across my head too. Sailor Neptune. Sailor Neptune. Sailor Neptune. Okay. She came across my head too, and I almost said Sailor Jupiter, but Sailor Jupiter has brown hair, mm-hmm. and I was like, no, she has a green sailor suit. But, you know, Sailor Jupiter has a green sailor suit, but she has brown hair. But, right, Sailor Neptune is the one that has green hair. And I just, now that I just looked, I forgot all about um, the homie from Blue Exorcist. Uh, um, Maimon, or Amamon, or whatever his name is. 
Okay, I think I know who you're talking about. Uh, that's the and I'm thinking of. See, I just thought of another one, which is uh, Lenali from D. Gray Man. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, Lenali. She, she, mind you, she's one of the only few waifus in the whole story. Mm-hmm. But boy, she, yeah, that long green hair that ends up getting cut, and yeah, that's and, a whole other situation. And as One Piece heads, how can we forget about our man, um, the Straw Hat uh, lover, the fan club? The- Oh, I, I knew you yeah. see. Yeah. I, I thought about him too, but Zoro is such a, oh, yeah. a high. He's too high kind of. Zoro's appearance and present was just like dog. If we say One Piece and we don't, if we don't say Zoro at any point, yeah, it's it's bad. So that's why I like Zoro's literally going to be number one in the draft. I felt that he was either you were going to pick him number one or I was going to pick him number yeah. one. Like I, that's how I felt. It's automatic. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was going to be. I can't remember his name right now because I, I oh um dang. Bartholomew, Bartholomew, right? Yeah. No, 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 no. It's not Bartholomew. Bartholomew is um uh, is Kuma. Um, Bartholomew, yeah, something like that. Yeah, So I call myself him when I used to. Whenever I be fucking with worst gen, I'd be like, y'all know I'm Bartholomew. I be fucking with them or whatever. But yeah, bro, his and they actually made his fucking devil fruit cool. I don't. I don't know how Odo does that shit, but he be making these devil fruits cool when they kind of are some wacky devil fruits that you think. It is, because <laughs> it's just like a barrier, but you're thinking, you're like, wait a minute, like, a barrier would come clutch when you're in a when you're in a fight with all these crazy different devil fruit powers and stuff. Yeah. If that barrier is strong, you might have something, it's for that, sure. When he put that bitch around his hand, he punched somebody yeah. with that bitch. I was like, didn't think about that. <laughs> all right, I was not prepared for that. Yeah, so. <laughs> but yeah, man. For real. So, I don't know. You got any other green haired? Uh, not off the top of my head. I got mines across, uh, and I think between your list and my list, I think we got a solid ten. Even the honor, uh, honorable mention. Well, I think we're pretty solid. Yeah. So. And if you're listening to this, and you got some green haired characters that we dropped the ball on, and you want to, yep, yep, you know, hit us up about us and tell us about it, go ahead and you can hit me on um, Twitter at Black Hole Player. Um, Scuba Steve, drop your Twitter. Uh, my Twitter is Scuba Steve one four two eight. Yep. Or you can always throw your questions, comments, concerns, or thoughts onto the email mailnacklemixer at gmail.com That's where you can always catch us at. Uh, Scuba Steve, this has been fun as always, sir. Yes, sir, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm enjoying this every week. I'm actually <laughs> really looking forward to these conversations every week. <laughs> Man, we try my best. We try, we try our best to bring anime into your life every week. So. Again, thank you for the people that do listen. We appreciate you guys so much, more than you would ever know. Thank you just for the continuous support, and thank you for always being there. Because, like I said, we appreciate you guys. We do it for y'all, man. We do it for you know the people that have to go to work and you know got an eight-hour day and just want to hear a little bit about anime. They can't watch it, but they can surely have it on in the background. We do it for you guys. So, thank you guys for always appreciating us. Thank you for always taking care of us. And as always, laugh.